Hello, hello, and welcome to the Badass Fertility Podcast. I'm your host, Katherine Bregman, and I am so glad you're here. On the Badass Fertility Podcast, we offer you weekly high-vibe inspiration, down-to-earth information, and plenty of practical tools, which we all know you need, to support you on your mission to becoming the mom you are meant to be. If you've been listening since we began season two, you are all caught up on this three-part series. But if you're just tuning in now, welcome! We're so glad you're here joining us for this amazing breakdown of basically like the three layers of stress that can weigh upon you, that do weigh upon you, upon everybody differently. But there's sort of truths that... um, permeate and shape everybody's journey, I believe. And so we're really trying to break those things down. Um, To get the most out of today's episode, if you are just now joining us, I would really encourage you to go back and start at episode one, because the way we're going to talk about things today, today's episode is all about bringing it together, right? So On the first episode, we talked about like these huge meta influences that we're calling the cultural influences that really um, are, they're like, they're historically rooted expectations, okay, that subconsciously impact your beliefs and your feelings and your thoughts about yourself and your journey to your baby. So one of the things we talked about a lot was this idea that like real women are moms, right? That somehow motherhood is like this icon of what it means to be a woman. And whether or not you subscribe to that belief or not, it doesn't matter if you consciously believe it. In fact, I would bet most people listening to this just think that that's total bullshit, right? I didn't believe it when I was trying to have my daughter, but I also found that Somewhere within me was this feeling that I was less than because I was struggling to conceive when so many other women I knew and couples who I knew, but in particular women, I think this really affects us more deeply and differently than it does men because of the history of our divergent roles, regardless of how equitable we may be today, okay? So anyway, so we were talking about that. And again, if you're like, what? Okay, then you might want to go back, check out that episode. Um, I think there's a lot of gold in there that I really am just excited to share with you all. And okay, so then last week, so part two, we talked about these mid-level influences or what we called social triggers. And social triggers refers to all the relationships that shape your life and those forms of like social stress or social triggers are also like the things that we encounter the most directly. So it's the source of stress that we're probably the most conscious of because we have to have direct interactions with it, right? And then I also gave you guys one of the tools that I think is so incredibly helpful, um, 
especially now if you're listening to this with the holiday season upon us. But even if you're not, um, it's relevant no matter what, because regardless of the time of year, uh, we're always, you know, trying to avoid landmines um, in the TTC world, right? Um, It's just that when you know you're going to be seeing your family a lot or going to parties a lot, like the holiday season tends to bring on, it feels, it becomes even more important to have these resources at your disposal. So definitely um, check out that episode, episode two of this series uh, for a really amazing um, way to navigate difficult questions that you don't fucking want to be asked. All right. So now today we are moving into the micro level, which is the most personal the individual level, and that, my love, is you. All right. So um, so when it comes to what we're talking about, like the personal, we're talking about direct personal experiences that characterize your life. And that could be anything. I'm going to rattle off a bunch of things right now, and then I'm going to kind of like bring it all back together. So it can be things like your dreams, your story, how you were raised, what happened to you as a kid. A lot of people don't realize the heavy impact that our early childhood experiences can have on our fertility. So that's one thing. Um, we're not going to get into that a lot today, but it is going to be an episode coming up um, because childhood traumas, um, Things like losing a parent early in life, um, even divorce of parents, sexual abuse, um, you know, and even, even less, you know, dramatic examples, but like moving at a young age and uprooting your life and changing it from one place to another. There's all kinds of different experiences that we as individuals have that make up our personal story that we do not want to neglect when we're talking about mindset and how we can leverage it to optimize fertility. Because you cannot leverage your mindset until you have looked at the places where it's being blocked. All right. So continuing on. What stories have you been told about motherhood, right? A lot of people have um, been told stories by their mothers about maybe how difficult it was, how hard it was, how, how hard labor was, right? So sometimes we get these narratives and we don't even realize that they're consciously impacting us, but they are actually, in some cases, holding you back, right? What have you been told about success and how to be successful, I love this one. What adjectives describe you? All right. Are you a people pleaser? Are you a type A control freak perfectionist? Do you tend to judge other people? Are you fairly judgmental? All of these, and I would say, honestly, I, no shame. I think I could probably label myself with all of those adjectives. So don't feel bad. There's no judgment here. Um, regardless of how much we, we may be working on trying to reduce our general judgmentalness. Uh, okay. Do you believe you deserve to have it all? Do you really believe that in every fiber of your being? 
Maybe you believe something has to not work. Something has to go wrong. Something in my life can't be perfect. Something has to go wrong because that's just the way life goes. Do you believe that struggle is admirable? That without struggle, the reward is not as great. That somehow we have to earn our happiness. Do you believe it's egotistical to think you can even beat the odds? Okay. Oh my God. That's a lot. All right. (laughs) But I'm going to narrow this down for you in a moment and give you some insights that will help. All right. But first, I want to try to connect the personal to the, what I love calling now, this is my new phrase, metacultural stuff we talked about. So a lot of the stories we internalize and that drive who we are and how we view the world originate in the meta level. Uh, for example, I have uh, worked, I have this badass woman who, I know this badass woman, she's worked in my badass fertility program. She has an internalized belief that if you don't struggle, then you aren't really earning your place in the world. So her worldview, this this sort of internalized subconscious narrative that's playing in her mind argues that life must involve suffering. And she constantly places tremendous pressure on herself, even though what's really interesting is she doesn't put the same kind of pressure or expectations of perfection on other people. It's just her personal experience of the world. It's the standard she holds herself to, but I would say she is much kinder to other people than she is to herself. And I don't know if you can relate to that, but I know that a lot of women can. So when she and I broke it down, we start, she, she honestly made this really brilliant connection whereby she realized that her grandmother who came over on a boat from Italy and who was a staunch Catholic instilled this belief system in her kids who then passed it on to their kids, which is her. So it forms this paradigm or lens through which the people in her family have viewed the world for generations and they just take it as a given. They don't question it. But in the case of fertility and getting pregnant, it has led to this really intense pressure to get it right the first time and to believe that if you don't struggle and work really hard, you haven't earned it. So it's causing a lot of stress in an already very stressful situation, which is ironically only making it harder. So when you're taught to think a certain way, over time, it becomes a belief, right? And then those beliefs are really, you want to try and think of them as narratives that we don't consciously identify with, right? But they drive our actions, and they, they shape our thoughts about what we believe is possible. So because they shape our thoughts about what we believe is possible, what we believe needs to be a certain way, it limits or constrains the actions we're willing to take to get to a certain place. And this is really critical for fertility because we spend so much of our time thinking negative things and it totally affects what we begin to believe is possible, which then 
has like that self-fulfilling prophecy effect. It cripples our actions. I mean, it's crazy because we spend so much time giving our bodies the purest nutrients, the most organic produce, the produce, the highest quality supplements, acupuncture. You're probably limiting your alcohol or beating yourself up if you have one extra drink. And and yet we fill our minds with the most toxic stuff, the most toxic thoughts, as if that's not going to affect us at all. So here's some examples of what I'm talking about. I want to know, are you saying these things to yourself? I waited too long. My eggs are old. If I don't get pregnant this IVF cycle, then the whole thing has been a waste. My partner would be better off with a more quote unquote fertile woman. I don't deserve to have it all. My miscarriage was my fault. I'm wasting my money on treatments and will wind up homeless. I can't possibly hire a coach, acupuncturist, and nutritionist to help me get pregnant. Who does that? Have you ever found yourself thinking any of these things? What's interesting is when the badass women in my program unpack their version of each of these thoughts they start to realize how they fall into different social categories. Like the ones we talked about in episode two of this three-part series, like family, partner, medical team, spirituality. And each of those social categories is ultimately influenced by the cultural narratives we talked about in part one of this three-part series. So, I hope you're following here with me. I know it's a little abstract, but all I'm saying here is that when you're getting down on yourself for thinking, believing, or acting a certain way, I want you to remember you have been programmed to be that way. The negative stuff that weighs so heavily on you in many ways doesn't have to have that impact. Because it's not really rooted in anything that is true in a fundamental way. When you start to really embody that understanding, you can become liberated from fear-based decision-making, scarcity thinking, self-sabotaging thoughts and behaviors, and then your whole being, including your fertility, becomes optimized in a whole new way. All right. So at this point, you're either like, OMG, tell me more, Catherine, tell me more. Or you're like, what the fuck are you talking about? This suddenly got like super woo woo. (laughs) Either way, I have answers for you, my friend. So first of all, the science behind what I'm talking about here, some people call it heart intelligence. You could Google that. Um, It's it could go by many different labels and things. It's fascinating and insanely relevant for fertility. So I definitely am going to be doing an episode on that as well. I love how whenever I'm doing these episodes, I get really great ideas for more episodes because I'm like, oh, we need to talk about that really in depth. Or, oh, we need to talk about that really in depth. So that is something we need to talk about really in depth. Um, But it's too much to go into today. So I want to just stay focused on this idea of the personal and how 
the narratives, the stories, the beliefs, all of the, you know, subconscious, like I just said, beliefs that we're holding impact our thinking and our actions. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're actually going to look at a tried and true exercise that I love to do with my ladies, and that is what we call finding your saboteurs. So if you've been with me for a while, you are familiar with this exercise, but don't go anywhere because I can tell you from my own experience, I I mean it really, truly, from my own experience, saboteurs, they don't go away, right? We just get better and better at spotting them. So this exercise is always relevant. It's like, I I was trying to think of an example and I was like, okay, well, the Dalai Lama doesn't say meditation. I mastered that shit, right? He knows it's a lifelong practice to maintain the benefits. And that's the same thing with the saboteur. So trust me, I find my saboteurs popping up in all kinds of places. I never even saw them before. And it can be like a never ending game of whack-a-mole. But at the same time, it does slow down with process, practice. (laughs) It will slow down with practice. All right. So first of all, here's what, what you're like, what is a saboteur? A saboteur is a negative thought pattern that you repeatedly have without realizing it. And it impacts your beliefs about what's possible and thus it impacts your actions. So for example, if you're in the middle of an IVF cycle, right? You're, you're in the process of the egg retrieval portion of the cycle, let's say, and you suddenly start questioning whether or not you should even be doing it whether or not your partner is going to be a good parent, whether or not you're too old or maybe you're fucking crazy to think you can be a mom. That, my love, is a freaking saboteur. And you know it's a saboteur because of how it's speaking to you. So consider this. We all have two selves. We have a higher self and a lower self. Your higher self is the one with all the insights, the connection to your internal compass that gives you nudges in the direction you want to go. Some people call it like your instinct or your intuition. Like, I just have a really good feeling about this doctor. Um, She gives me a good feeling and this other one creeps me out, right? When you have those experiences, that's information that you want to practice honing your skills at receiving and following. The voice of the higher self is soft and super calm. It does not get antsy, angry, pushy, or negative. Your lower voice is the one that yells at you, berates you, and makes you feel like crap. All right, that is the saboteur, and that is the voice that we want to become aware of because it can wreak havoc on you. So the first thing I want you to do right now is I want you to think of a thought you keep having, which you know, based on what I just said, has got to be a saboteur. So if it's something like, I'm too old, I waited too long, I'm failing my husband, wife, or partner. All right, so think of the thought, and I'm telling you, it's whatever one came up first, and it doesn't have to do with fertility. Maybe you're thinking something negative about work or um, something else, and you want to use this exercise for that. It applies across the board. So Whatever came up for you is perfect right now. Um, Trust me, if you're a normal person, you probably have plenty of these thoughts to pick from. Uh, But go ahead and just pick one. And I'm going to ask you four questions. First, I'm going to run through the questions. And then I'm going to 
demonstrate the activity using the questions, okay? So here's the four questions first. Question number one. So, we've, so just as a recap, we've got our negative thought. I'm going to just say I'm too old, all right? Question number one, is this really true? Question number two, can I prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that it is true? Question three, how does this thought make me feel? Question four, who would I be without this thought? So now I'm going to demonstrate this with the most unhelpful thought. I'm too old. First question, is this really true? And I'm thinking to myself, okay, well, I'm 40 and women have babies naturally and with IVF and with donor eggs all the time. Question two, can I prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that it is true? And then I have to say, well, no, it's actually not true. Question three, how does this thought make me feel? Like shit. Question four, who would I be without this thought? I would be free. I would feel light and inspired to do the things I believe will help me get pregnant because I would believe it's possible instead of being weighed down by doubt and then not taking action. These questions are from a book by a woman named Byron Katie. She wrote this amazing book called A Return to Love. And it's actually on a book list that I'm going to talk to you about in just a minute. If you want to learn more about it, you can find it there. But before I get into that, I just want to wrap up a little bit about what we talked about today. So first of all, whatever came up for you with those questions, um, I would encourage you to sit with it. I would encourage you to really contemplate what came up and what is actually true and who you would be without those thoughts. Just start to play with that. Just start to embody it. There's no judgment here. There's no need to suddenly be that new person. That's unrealistic. But even just taking the very first step and saying, huh, there's another way. And that way feels fucking good. And if it feels good, it's going to help me get to my goal. It's going to help me get to my goal. All right. So today we talked about how our personal experiences shape our perception of what's possible on this journey. We talked about the saboteur as a negative thought pattern often rooted in early childhood experiences, and it can shape our beliefs and actions on this journey. Then we looked at a series of four questions that can help you investigate the saboteur and dissolve its influence in your life. Investigating the role of negative thinking, I'm telling you, is such a powerful tool for uncovering blocks between you and your baby. I really want you to feel empowered by this and to make discoveries that help you today. So in the show notes, like I mentioned a moment ago, there's a link to a book list. And I offered this last week too, and this is the last time it's going to be available for a while. So if you know you're stressing, you know your narratives are holding you back, it's time to try something different. 
These books are all books that transformed my journey and started me on the most amazing path to my baby. I'm not saying it was easy, but it was transformative and totally worth it. It was worth it 100 million bazillion percent. And I know it will be for you too. I've seen what these books can do for so many badass women, and I know it can do the same for you if you take this step. And then I also went ahead and included some extra bonuses with the list because again, like we said, if you're listening to this in real time, the holiday season is upon us. Even if you're not listening to it in real time, just dealing with life in general, these are going to help you. I promise. So we know that thoughts matter, right? And we also want to take our thoughts and apply them to action. So if you're thinking about it, take the first step. Look at those books. And when you've picked a book, send me a DM on Instagram at Badass Fertility and tell me which one you're reading. I love, love, love connecting on Instagram. So please feel free to reach out to me at Badass Fertility. Let me know which book you've picked. I would love to hear your thoughts. Lastly, if you love this show, please like and follow it on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your shows. As always, it is an absolute joy to connect with you. If you made it to the end of this podcast, that means you are meant to be a mom because you feel it in your heart.